Hello everyone and welcome back to Thickcast. I'm your host Molly Edwards and today joining me is Christian Chapman. Hello. Hello. You alright? Tired but good. We're all tired because we were at the expo at the weekend. I'm fucked from that still. The other day I had three naps in a day. I think that's what you're going to. I think I did to be fair. And then I slept straight through the night. Do you not normally sleep straight through? No, uh, it's a bit broken sometimes. Oh, I'm really good at sleeping. I don't have many talents in life. <laughs> I have one. What are you good I'm... at? Sleeping. I'm really good at it, though. Like, really good. So that's... Jealous. <laughs> um, did you have a good time at the expo, though? Yeah, loved it. Like, it's normally like my idea of hell on the way there, but when I get there, I love it. Oh, really? I'm excited, but I think it's the drive. Yeah, the drive's not fun. Yeah, for us it was, we went from Sunderland to Birmingham to Manchester, which was retarded. Yeah, that is dumb. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. So, someone, someone put it in perspective, actually, for me. They said, because we were talking about me talk, like, public speaking, because yeah. I said I don't like it. And they were like, is, it the, is, it, is the idea of it worse than actually doing it? Which is correct. Yeah. When I'm up there, I'm sound, but oh, on the lead up to it, I just feel sick. What did you talk about? Because you spoke on the education stage, didn't you? I don't even remember. <laughs> it was uh, really the, the, the topic was coaching and training for success. Okay. Um, Who did that with? So JP led it. Yeah. Yeah, and then Oscar, who's one of JP's athletes, Adam Bishop, who's like a strong man, that's again uh, sponsored by JP, and then Kira Aston as well. Oh, okay. There's a few then. Felt pretty small. (laughs) Felt small. (laughs) Next to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. JP's massive as well, isn't he? Fucking huge. Wide. I think he's like square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As wide as he is tall. Yeah. Wide as he that's it. Yeah. So for anyone who's listening who doesn't know who you are, I don't know why you're looking at me like that, because honestly. I know, but I've answered this question about a million times, but that's fine. That's fine. Oh, right. Sorry. But there no, are no, 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 do it. I don't know who you are, Christian. There are some people in this world. Really? Yeah, honestly. Oh, I, so I wrote in my client group chat, I was like, right, this is the person I've got on today. Has anyone got any questions for them? And those of them were like, who's that? <laughs> for fuck's sake. Come on, gals. Get Apart on from Holly, who was like, is that who used to coach Joe? And I was like, yeah. She's like, how did he put up with him? Fuck knows. Nah, easy to be honest. Um, so anyone doesn't know I am Christian Chapman, aka Coach by Christian. Online coach, been doing it nearly seven years now. Uh went full time coming up to three years ago. Um also have like a consultation business as well within like the fitness industry. So any coaches that want their business leveled up or anyone that just wants to go into a topic you know how to peak someone how to prep a female drug uses as female drug uses male stuff like that um you can pay for an hour of my time and we can go through that uh and just overall idiot to be honest yeah that sums you up all right i think so yeah especially the idiot part i'd say correct yeah so as you said, like you obviously you're a coach and you coach both lifestyle and competitors. Who yeah. do you say you coach more of at the moment? Uh now it used to be a lot more lifestyle than competitors. Um, but I'd say it's getting towards like 50-50 now. 
like a 50-50 split, which is which is fine. Um people used to like I've always been asked like what's your preference, which I presume is probably going to be one of your questions. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. Um I get more out of Gen Pop in terms of I get much more satisfaction out of it because like again, take someone like Joe, yeah. take four hundred pounds to two twenty, you know, essentially he's not gonna die. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's right, way more rewarding than a plastic trophy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, also doing things that, you know, making someone's body do things it probably doesn't want to do to get on stage, which, look, is fine. That's my job. And, you know, I'll do what, whatever it takes to get someone up there and stuff like that. But it's much more rewarding, I think, from like a from like a mental aspect. I think um, coaching gem pop is much more rewarding. It's really interesting because you talk to a lot of people who coach both. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I, I would say most people have like a preference, but it's interesting that people that coach um, like competitors and lifestyle, how different people are and that there are different reasons for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's like, why is like so much different? Like example, took on a guy a couple of weeks ago. He's like currently six weeks out from the first time show. And his mentality is, just do what the fuck I need. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Like if I told him to eat shit, he'd do it. Like he just does not give a fuck. He's just get me in fucking shape and don't blow smoke up my ass. Tell me what I've got to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Perfect. Great. From a competitive standpoint, that's awesome. I don't want a lifestyle person to be like that. No. Like definitely not. Um, you know, I, I want them to be able to go and eat with their partner. And yeah free eating and intuitiveness and stuff like that so that they don't need me do you structure your lifestyle and competitive clients differently yeah so in terms of like if you look at that like both their sheets it looks the same yeah but the way i coach them is completely different yeah the way i talk to them everything is just the polar opposite yeah you know, a bit more like, but again, this is person dependent. Not every competitor, I'm like, all right, mate, do this. Fucking see you later. Mm. Some of those I have to be very careful, mindful, everything I say and stuff like that. But that is more so like with the lifestyle thing. I'm not, I'm not here to have a go at people. Yeah. You know I mean, if someone's on prep and they're not on it, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like I say this all the time, like I work in a results driven industry. If I don't get results, I don't get clients. Mm -hmm. So if you're constantly fucking up and you're on prep, I don't want to coach you. Yeah. You're making me look like a fucking idiot because when someone gets up on stage and they're fat still, they don't blame the client. They blame the coach. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it is the coach. Like yeah, yeah. It is the coach. And I think that when it's that and you've sat there and said to your client, like, like, if you were coaching me right now and you were like, oh, Molly, you look great right now. Like, go and step on stage. Like, height of off-season. Go and step on stage. You look great. You'll do well, right? And I don't. That's cruel. I genuinely think that's cruel to say to someone, oh, you look fantastic. You know, you're in and you're not. I think it's horrible. Yeah. And a lot of it is, like, the amount of smoke blowing a sea. These days, like, look, I get hyped over my client's progress. Absolutely. Understandably. But that's because my client's progress is good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And people are getting hyped over stuff that's like, bro, the guy's fucking eight weeks out still. Yeah. And it is embarrassing. And I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, absolutely. 
because there's other people that are actually working really hard and you've got these people that then it breeds like very much like this big ego I'm better than everyone else and you see it backstage and you see it on Instagram with someone and you look at them knowing what you actually should look like to be doing well yeah and you think like what the hell are you doing man yeah wow that's a whole nother conversation that, that was a good start <laughs> yeah do you think this is my next question for you that competing yourself made you a better coach because were you coaching competitors when you before you competed yes do you think it made you better going for a prep yourself then 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. like especially in terms of like a relatability like you can tell me how bad you feel, bro. And trust me, I know what that feels like. Yeah. Because as much as like I like to think, I, I'm not going to say my prep was easy. I'm not going to say that at all. But I got through it with no drama. I got through it. I think fucking, you know, message Joe saying, bro, I'm so hungry. Not once. Because I just fucking, it's a job. Get it done. Yeah. And I fucking wanted to do it. And I was also trying to prove a fucking point by me doing it. Um. But I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yeah, the sorry, the relatability side. I remember, like, I'd do my work in the morning, I'd go and train, I'd come back from training, and anything past three o'clock, I, I couldn't function. Really? I remember, like, there was a shop where I was living at the time in York. There was a shop five to seven minute walk away. Okay, so not far at all. Right. And it made me want to cry walking there because I just had no energy whatsoever like I don't think I could make it like dragging my fucking feet it sounds dramatic but ask anyone who's done it they will know what that feels like so I think from a, a relatability standpoint to clients is a massive thing well you've been peeled so you know what it feels like fucking dig me in harder like just get me there whatever like I know what it's like when you've done your last cardio session and you want to cry with fucking excitement that fuck I'm going to do that again yeah. It's such an emo and it is an emotional roller coaster. I always think perhaps more mental than it is physical. Yeah, because at the end of the day, written yeah. if you if you were to look at prep written down on the paper, right, I've got to eat these five meals, I've got to go to the gym and train, okay, which I love doing. I love training. That's why I do this. I've got to do this cardio, I've got to do this amount of steps. Technically, that's really fucking easy. Yeah. Oh no, I've got to eat five meals a day. That's not hard. Mentally, it's fucking hard. Yeah. It's that, like, did you ever, like, sit and you'd, like, you'd have eaten, but you're so hungry and you just keep looking at the clock. Like, I used to set myself times where I could eat yeah. to space it out. And then you sit there looking at the clock and you're like, right, when's my next meal? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm incredibly routined, as you probably know. Like, I do everything at the same times. Like, I eat at the same time, I work at the same time, I wake up at the same time, I do podcasts at the same time, I do consults at the same time, setups at the same time. Like, it's just my routine and stuff like that. So I know, right, I've eaten this meal now. This is when my next one is. I've just got to get through it. Yeah. That, but it does help if you are busy. Yeah, I think that's where I struggled, was where I went back to work and work was dead. Because I went back to work in, well, just after COVID, and no one was in the gym. Yeah. We literally just sat there. Well, I think like a lot of people say, oh man, it's easy if you're coaching and stuff like that because you, you're at home. I think it's hard because all the food is here. 
Yeah. So I used to, when I was prepping, like I said, I was living in York. I was working out of the kitchen. That was my desk. Yeah. That's fucking hard because there's fucking cookie dealers in the freezer next to me. You know what I mean? But I don't think about, oh, I could go and eat that. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. right. it's, I guess it's how you deal with it. And I think as well, you learn those skills that you can pass on to your clients. Because unless you've done it, like, there's weird things that go in your head, isn't there? That really fucking weird shit goes on in your head. The oddest unless, of things. Unless you've been there as well as a client, can you sit there and tell your coach these weird fucking things that are going on in your head? And if they've not been there, they're probably going to be like, okay, I'm going to call someone to get a straight jacket now because this is not okay. Yeah. This guy's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I remember like my parents being like, man, I'm like worried about you. Yeah. Like, he meant to look like that. Yes, dad. I am. Your dad's obviously been on your podcast and like your parents are fairly supportive. Do they understand it at all? Uh, they they do get it because they came to both my shows and fucking yeah. hell, my mum wanted to go to another one. <laughs> she was like, oh, this is great. Um, And you, my, you've seen what my dad's like. He loves any social scenario because he's fucking yeah. life and soul of the party. But they, they, they 100% get it because they're very fitness focused themselves anyway like they're, they're they're both in shape they both exercise a lot my mom is like always exercised throughout her entire life so she gets it she gets the food side of things she gets the weighing the food and stuff like that she my dad's like doesn't really understand it but at the same time i'd rather he didn't yeah do you know what i mean because i don't want him thinking fucking hell why is he weighing every little bit of thing that goes in my mouth because like now like in off season not that i don't give a fuck but like I, I do quite I do practice quite a lot of intuitive eating in, in the off season. Yeah. Um because I think it's good for my relationship with food. Absolutely. Because it's gonna be a point where you're not a bodybuilder anymore. Yeah, correct. And I know that I could transition to it very easily. Mm. Just eat when I'm hungry and stuff like that. And like I, I like to sometimes do a week of that of like, I'm just gonna eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. Granted, most of the time I lose weight when I do that because I don't eat enough to hold my body weight, which is fine. But I know that that's just because at this time, the week before, I was stuffing my face to try and gain weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I, I think... kind of tells you. Like, I sit at this point, and I've not tracked properly for over a year, but I'll sit at this point now, and that'll be it, because I might put on weight, but then I'll just... I won't have an appetite then for a few weeks. Yeah. And it just naturally then comes off without me even thinking about it. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, if, like... I know that this is for bodybuilding isn't quote unquote optimal. I get that. But I ain't going to the fucking Olympia. Yeah. Okay? I ain't probably winning a show. <laughs> okay. And that I'm cool with that because that's my genetic capability. And that's not me underselling myself or thinking, oh, well, you don't know if you try. Trust me, I've fucking banged everything in me. Okay. And tried fucking hard. And yeah, I grow and stuff like that. And yes, I've got better over time. You know, if you're a genetic freak. Yeah. Because right now, being 31, I'd be a lot more ahead of where I am. <laughs> okay, and that's cool. But if I was on that caliber, no, there's no time for intuitive eating. Yeah. It's fucking, this is your diet. You stick to it every day, bro. Yeah. And I think those people of the genetic elite, of the 1%, you have, to, you have to be all in. Like any athlete, you know, do you think those people that are doing fucking nine second 100 meters or whatever... 
do you think they like having days off plan or days where they don't do their fucking training? No. Yeah. Sorry. Rambled. No, I, that it's, I think what you're saying is right. And I think what you're saying is really helpful the other way as well as being like, if you're someone who that isn't your goal to go to the Olympia, that's not where you're saying, and you just want to be a normal person that works that enjoys bodybuilding, that gets on stage once a year or once every other year and enjoys it and has fun, you don't need to push yourself to the point where you're missing weddings, you're missing family barbecues, you're missing all of these things. For what? Yeah. You're not You're not turning pro. You're not going to the Olympia. And I, I genuinely think a lot of people that I follow or see on social media will look back in 20 years' time and think, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Because I think that now about myself from like six years ago, like yeah. bro, you should have fucking lived a little bit. Cause I, I know that I would have made more progress if I'd done that. Yeah. And I think as well, it's that some people as well, when they, they can, they won't even go to these events like on prep, they won't even go to something because there's food there. They can't do that. So they don't go. Yeah. Whereas, but it, it is, it is actually a simple case of just don't eat. Yeah. Like I can't stand when people say to me, I don't trust myself around food. Yeah. What? Are you, why are you doing this then? Yeah. Because that's not a good spot to be in, fully enough. No. I think. Like, when I understand. Have... I do understand because I've had fucking hundreds of people fucking say it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you probably took it too far. Yeah. So if you've got a client that wants to start prep, where would you would you want them to have a good relationship with food then? Um. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, I want someone to be in the perfect start point, but perfect start points don't exist for me enough. Okay, it's very rare, unless you've been working with someone for a very, very long time, where you've done a structured prep, you've done a structured off season, you're now going back into prep. That's perfect. Yeah. But, you know, okay, take that guy I was on about earlier who came to me at eight weeks out from the first time of show. I'm not, <laughs> he's come to me with a task. I'm not really fucking asked about his relationship with food at this point. Yeah. Because he's come to me and said, I need to do this. Okay. Well, this is what you need to do to get there. Okay. I haven't got time to go back in his, in his history and find out loads about him with that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? But you have to just be interesting that someone is going to communicate with you. And yeah. that is something I say to every single client. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, man. Like, talk to me. Yeah. You know, like, I had someone who's only four weeks into prep and he's like, look, man, I... I I think I've gone into this for the wrong reasons. I'm having a bit of shit time at work, shit time at home, all sort of stuff. I'm like, he's like, I'm really sorry to disappoint you. I'm like, I'm not disappointed. I'd be more disappointed if you didn't tell me you kept trying to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think their clients know that, like, part of our job is getting people on stage and part of, like, if you didn't get anyone on stage for a year... Then people be like, oh, is Christian still coaching competitors? I'll go somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what would happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, in coaching, a lot of the stuff in coaching is flavor of the month. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Which I get, you know, but the people that hop around because this guy's doing well, nine, it's not normally the coach sometimes. Okay. If you've got a genetic freak and every one of your clients is a genetic freak, a fucking monkey could prep them. Yeah. That's something that Jazz said to me ages ago. She said, it's very easy to polish a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. And you see people and like, you know, they've got all these clients that are doing well 
But if you've got really good standards of clients coming to you, your clients are going to do well. Right. It's about getting the best out of every person that comes to you. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like someone said it to me the other day. It was like the difference is you is that you you take average people and make them really good. Yeah. Um, and that I get way more satisfaction out of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would one of your goals be to like coach someone to the Olympia or anything? Because I know obviously you've got a pro card. Is that yeah. like to get more pro cards or would you rather, you know, the first few seasons or? I mean, look, at the end of the day, when you get an inquiry from someone that's already a pro or is about to turn pro, it's exciting. Yeah. I won't say that the goal is not not to get that. Yeah. And, you know, granted, it was it was my ex who got the pro card. Um, but we prepped together the whole way through and that was a fucking big achievement for sure. Mm. And that feeling, e- even if it was my partner at the time and I was hyper emotional, I think I would be hyper emotional over any of my clients getting to that yeah. point. You know, I've got Kamara next year who she's already pro, obviously. Yeah. Going into a different category, which is where she belongs, not having to do stupid fucking shit throughout the prep, like fucking gymnastics, just taking away from your physique um and actually put it on stage where i know she can be yeah so that that's a big a big hopeful for next year for sure which she won't want to hear that because she doesn't like the pressure but <laughs> um, and it's you know it's also you know traveling to you know stateside and stuff like that and put people on stage when people when other outsiders see that and they see you with your client and you're in different countries it, it always drums up interest in you yeah um, but yeah, look, look, I've got, I've got a couple of people. I don't, I don't want to like talk about them because it's like. Okay. No, I just mean like in general, is your goal? Yeah. Oh, Christian, like, what are your top five goals? Is one of them like to get someone to the Olympia? Is one of them? It would be, it would be amazing to get someone to Olympia or take someone from amateur to pro, then to doing their first pro show and stuff like. Yeah. Horseman, but it's not like, like, I know it sounds sad. It's not gonna make me any happier. Yeah. but it's going to make me feel a lot more accomplished in, and it like I think especially over the last six months which I don't like talking about myself in like really positive light because I just it's just not my thing but seeing your hard work like pay off and people people recognizing you in the industry do you know what I mean have just been like yeah you go to him for that yeah I think Fit Expo was quite a a bit of an eye-opener for me, to be fair, because I don't see it because all I do is just work. (laughs) Like, I'm sat in my office most of the day doing these sort of things. Like, I don't get out much. (laughs) Okay. So when I go to these events and, like, I was going to go up to people who I look up to and they're coming over to me and saying, oh, how's it going, Christian? Are you right? I'm like, I didn't even know you knew who I was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I I find it a bit... Um, I don't know, like a little bit daunting to be fair, because mm. it's the it's the pressure thing. Then I think, yeah, because they're obviously you've obviously made a stir for them to know who you are, because obviously yeah. they watch it. And I need to keep that up. Yeah, but I mean, look, I don't need to I can do what the fuck I want, but my my personality trait is more, more, more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. I've lost where I am on my notes now. Oh, right. Here it is. So, obviously, you've worked by yourself. Then you worked as part of, like, a coaching team in the Physique Collective. What would you say, like, the positives and negatives to that? And would you do something similar to that again? 
no, I wouldn't do something similar to that again. Um, not that it was a bad experience or anything like that whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. I love every single one of those people like family. Yeah. But I'm not a team player. I am selfish as fuck, for sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If I'm selfish, I normally get what I'm setting out to get. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, In terms of like a team or like working with a team, it's on the, I I know I need to do it at some point of of having some coaches underneath me because. Yeah, that's what I was more kind of thinking. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, I like to say yes to everything because. (laughs) I always think, right, next year, no one could be asking me for help. Yeah. So so whilst they are asking me, I'm fucking going to go for it. But unfortunately, there is only one of me. And my issue is, is I'm a mass, I'm such a control freak. Yeah. in, In every aspect of my life. I don't people, I don't like people doing stuff for me. I don't like help. I just don't. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, um, and I also know that me organising help will also add stress because I need to go and do this and say this is how you do this. This is when I don't really have the time, so I've kind of gone past being able to to have the time to even introduce it. But it is something I want to do, and I have recently started passing some kind of lower end. I don't want to say like lower end people. Like that's harsh, but more beginning into it. Yeah. Yeah, down to people that I trust. Yeah. Because like over 50% of my clients are coaches themselves. Yeah. I've got the pick of the fucking bunch. You yeah. know what I mean? And I also know that if someone is being coached by me, they are, I don't want to say learning from the best, but they're learning in a good in a good way. Yeah, yeah. What they should be doing and service level and stuff like that. Um, so I can kind of trust it, but it's like getting someone actually on board and doing it scares the shit out of me. But to be fair, more so at the moment, I need help with like my actual life, not work. You're a cleaner. Yeah, for sure. You not got cleaning. (laughs) No, I did have, but um, she went after like the second visit because we had an argument. Well, don't argue with your cleaner. No, no, she said some like disrespectful things to me, and so I kind of called her. Um, Well, yeah, that's fair enough. I was just a bit like, fuck you. But just like, just even like, you know, paying fines, uh, sorting my emails, just shit like that. Like stuff I don't want to do, like personal life shit. PA, that's what you need. Yeah, I need a PA, like book my hotels, book flights, whatever. God, yeah. I sound, I sound like a right prick. I just want a cleaner. Like, I hate cleaning. Yeah, I fucking despise it. Like, I'm really tidy. That's my problem, though. I hate doing it, but I, I fucking hate mess. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I think my main issue is the dog. Yeah. You clean and he's so hairy and it's just everywhere. And I'm like, how? I literally hoovered everything like five minutes ago. And it's covered in dog hair again. (laughs) So I've said, like, once we move, I want a cleaner. Like, just once a week, deep clean for me. That's all you need. That's all I need in my life. And a dishwasher. Yeah. That's all I need in life. Yeah, you need a PA. Well... I can't really help you there, I'm afraid. If anyone wants to apply for the position, email me. No, don't email me because I won't don't email you. WhatsApp me. Yeah, all right. Um, 
so yeah, if you had like coaches beneath you as well, I think the other thing, or not beneath you, but working under you, is that the right word? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's also that thing of like, they've got to work to your standard as well. So it's a lot of trust to put into someone. Yeah, it is. And like, look, I, I've i already had conversations with two people who I coach and they'll probably be listening to this and they know it's coming at some point for sure. And I know how they coach. Yeah. That's the only reason why I ask them because I know how they coach. I know their knowledge. I know their results, everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's a massive trust thing. Yeah, and definitely. I don't, I don't trust people, so. I don't blame you because it's a funny world, this industry. I think you meet some of the best people and I think you meet the biggest assholes you'll ever meet in your life. Correct. All in the same day. Yeah. Shame. Um, What would you say then when you're talking to these people and stuff? What are the qualities of like a good coach? Right. First off, they have to have had results themselves. For sure. Else, what are you working off? Yeah. Okay. Is that service level is a massive thing for me. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't retain your clients, you're literally just going to go around in circles. Yeah. And most retention issues comes from not being attentive. You know, I look after a lot of people and a lot of people will say, I don't know how you do that or how do you how do you keep up a good service? It is a choice. It is a choice. Yeah, yeah. It's just a phone. That's it. And if it I, I wrote this down actually the other day. I was gonna put up my story, but I haven't done it because I didn't want to fucking ruffle anything. I couldn't be asked. But I put because I've got it saved in my draft. So I'm gonna put it up one day. A lack of response, late checking responses, three-day replies that don't actually have any value, dropping the ball, peak weeks going wrong, dot, dot, dot. None of this is because the person is too busy. This person cannot be asked. Yeah. Because I promise you there is enough hours in the day to do your work. Because if I can look after the amount of people that I do, so can other people. Yeah. Who are doing less half the amount of people yeah in the fucking ball granted i do have a bit of a superpower with my um mental adhd level and which enables me i think at certain times of the day like the morning when i wake up to work and work and work and not stop yeah you're hyper focused isn't it yeah hyper focused but on the night i cannot focus on anything really Literally, I find it so difficult. I can't get in a rhythm with anything. I can't get in the zone with anything. Like, it, it just takes me so much longer to do anything. Because I'm I'm very similar, but mine's morning. I hyper-focus. Middle of the day, I'm like, nah, literally nothing. Can't focus on anything at all. That's when I train. That's when I take the dog out because I'm Same. not going to focus on anything. And then in at the night... I'm a nightmare at night. That's when I get all my like hyperactivity all comes all at night. And Joe loves it. It's like bedtime. And I'm like, no, I need an ADHD moment right now. I need some dopamine right now. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. And like, 
sometimes I do have like random evening spurts sometimes where I'm like, fuck, I'm so, I'm so motivated. Oh, let me do more, whatever. But that is few and far between. <laughs> but I think it's because I do so much in the morning. Yeah. I just burn out pretty quick. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it, how your mind works and you don't choose it. Because Joe's always like, can you not just hyper-focus and clean the house? I'm like, no, no. that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. If it's work, I'm fucking going for it. Yeah. I, sometimes I will. Sometimes I'm like, right, I'm going to clean the whole house in an hour. And it's spotless. Yeah, so I have sometimes random spurts of doing shit that I don't want to do, but just do it really well. Yeah. If you're doing it, like, it's one of them, isn't it? Like, you can't just do it a little bit. Like, it's... No, I've got to smoke on my shower. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. But... Love that. <laughs> Weird twer- quirks. What's it called? Yeah. I was going to say quirks, but it's not a twerk, is no, it? <laughs> no, you, you ain't getting that from me, no. No. Well, um, yeah, so that's your qualities. And if you're looking, so if I was like, oh, Christian, I'm looking for a coach, what should I be looking for? Because it's very easy for people to talk talk on Instagram. I think this is the issue. What to look for in a coach? If you're yeah. looking for... Right, first thing I do, go on their Instagram, obviously. Yeah. Look at their results, watch their stories, see if you can relate with them, see if you find them entertaining or at least you know you think you know what I respect that person I, I agree what he said here I agree what they've said there whatever but I think most importantly meshes their own clients yeah absolutely I and I encourage anyone to message any single one of my clients because I'm that confident about it yeah and old clients yeah message my old clients yeah yeah message people that have left me yeah because people leave, sometimes, like, nothing's wrong. It's just they decide to go a different route in life. Yeah. But some people leave because they think you're an arsehole. Correct. I don't think I've had that yet. You're not? No, I don't. I've not been a cunt. I was joking. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've had many messages. I've left Christian, he's an arsehole. Yeah, that's all right. That we all think that. Um... And what kind of like then when you're looking at that, the kind of red flags that you'd be looking out for as well? Um, red flags is normally for me because, again, look, I've had clients from everyone. So I know everyone's bad traits <laughs> because they tell you. Um, and time and time again, it is lack of response time, yeah. uh, service being an issue. Um, so I would say, you, you know, say to one of their clients or ex clients, like, What's the communication like? Yeah. Yeah, I know some people that's like you can only message them on check-in day. Yeah, I know. I've heard that. Yeah, I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, if yeah. there's an issue, especially if you're on a prep, if there's an issue, like, in the middle of the week, and yeah. you're on a Monday, well, they just oh, call you. Again, give you an example. That guy that just started with me eight weeks out, two weeks ago. Guess how many times, what, guess how many days in the last 14 days we spoke? Every day? Every day for 14 days. And it'll be the same all the way up until the show and all the way after the show as well. Because I don't know this person. I don't know how he's going to react to things. I've changed everything that he's doing. I need to see how he responds so that I can make quick fire changes like that. Yeah. I'm talking to him once a week. I can't do that. No. I panic if I've not had... If someone's on prep and I've not heard from them, 
Yeah, I'm chasing them. I'm like, are you okay? If 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 you died? No, I'm fine. Okay, that's all right then. Just worried. <laughs> yeah, I'm chasing them normally. Yeah. Um talk to me a little about your new venture with your little coaching business. Not your coaching business, but you talk to coaches. So like consultations and stuff. That's it, yeah. Yeah. So this has just come from like, look, again, this is not me blowing my own cock off. Okay, at all because I don't like doing it. But the last year, three years has been pretty mental. And when people see that, they immediately think, how the fuck did you do that? I want to know. Okay, well, here's a service where you can find out what you should be doing. Okay, and not wasting your time and energy doing this because I've made that mistake. I did that. It was shit. Now, I'm not saying my way is the best. Okay, at all. I'm not saying that there's many ways to coach people. Okay, but I have also ended up in this position. So whatever I've done has worked. Simple. So if someone needs help, even just starting literally from the start, okay, of like, right, how do I start this business? Right, here's step-by-step guide. We can go through everything, start to finish. Okay, simple, done. Or how I've got one this week with a guy, and he's like, I'm at 90 clients at the moment. I want to know how I can get to 120. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Let's put a structure in place. Yeah. Um, it might be someone that's just like, look, again, it was the same guy, same guy with this wants to go from 90 to 120. It's like, I also want you to organize my life. Like, when would you do this? Why would I do it this time? What what would you do in this situation? And just all that, essentially, just giving advice. Yeah. You know, and that's because like I actually care about this industry. You know, there's so much shit sprouted about that I hate. I don't want people learning that shit. No, you know, such dangerous I, shit going on as well. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. So obviously that's kind of like what you are doing now. We had a little call, didn't we? We did have a little call, yes. I've got beautiful. Honestly, if you saw my Google Sheets now, yeah, that I spent ages. You know, there's them people that they they sell it for like four hundred pounds, and it's like you press the button and it tells you like what food, and then it works out all your macros and stuff. I made that myself. Oh, gee. Are you proud of me? I'm proud of you. I, this is genuinely my proudest achievement of my whole life. It's not It's not easy, trust me. No. I can't fucking do it. I don't really know how I did. I'm just kind of like, if I don't know how to do so, I just pay someone else to do it. Yeah, I just was like, mm, £400 is a lot of money to get someone to work Excel for me. I did it myself. Um, so I'm proud of myself. But yeah. You obviously helped me with things like that, and everything is now a lot easier, a lot smoother. Which, which is what it should be. Yeah. Doesn't need to be complicated. And it makes it easier, like having those sheets as well, makes everything so much quicker. Like yeah. right before, it would take me hours just to put everything in. Yeah, now, now you can be efficient. Yeah, loads more efficient. That means you can take more people on. It does. Go. £150, please. Pardon? So 150 pounds, please. Probably paid you. Joe paid you. <laughs> what would you say the most common mistake that you find with people? In terms of coaching? Yeah, in terms of people that are coming to you like, I'm a coach. Um, not being able to push people. 100%. But you yeah. know, we were talking, you know, we were talking about like people getting on stage, not yeah. in shape. 
a lot of that is because people don't want to push. Yeah. Someone. Because, and I get it. Do you think I want to tell a client they've got to go and do two hours of cardio a day and eat 1,000 calories? No. Yeah. You feel mean, don't you? You are. You feel a bit mean. I'm always like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, fuck, man, I don't want to do this. But they've also asked me to do something for them. So this is what's going to take. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to do that because they feel bad or whatever. They don't feel comfortable with it. And then you end up with a lot of people with fucking fat ass on stage. Yeah. It's definitely the not being comfortable enough. But again, that just comes with experience and time. And I, I, I get it. But that is a common mistake I see. Yeah. And I think some of that goes back to if you've been on stage before, you know that feeling though. Yeah. You know that feeling to say to someone, like, I know this is going to be shit. I know what I'm about to ask you is going to be fucking horrendous. Yeah. But unless you want to get on stage fat, yeah. I suggest we probably do this. Yes. And then I think there's, there's, a, way of, there's a way of going about it. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's good. What else? Anything else that you see that people do and you think? Um, just trying to fucking like reinvent the wheel. Yeah. With shit. Like I've got him doing this at two weeks out or what? Just fucking just get the kid in shape for fuck's sake. It's not ours. You know yeah. what I mean? Sorry, I know that's a bit of a fucking lame answer, but it's true. No, I get you. I think there's a lot of overcomplicating to try and make yourself sound more clever yes. really everyone is just very confused correct which there's no reason for confusion no should be simple the more simple it is the easier it is to follow yeah absolutely and i think sometimes the simple things is what works isn't it i think if you try and overcomplicate something it's more likely to go wrong correct yeah that's a good one as well you started working with Big Nathan. Big Fat Nath. Big Fat Nath. I wasn't going to call him that. He's been on here. That's all I call him. Big Fat Nath. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love the guy. He's so lovely, isn't he? It's just the nicest guy, honestly. Big friendly giant. Yeah. Time for anyone. But also don't take no fucking shit. Yeah. So I guess I don't really know him in that sense. Like I've never been coached by him. I just know him, like, as a friend. Yeah. What Those made people. you decide to go with Nath? It's a difficult one, really, because obviously I worked with Joe for four years and I was in a comfort zone at that point. Yeah. And I, I know I needed to change. And there's nothing on Joe. Joe's, Joe's one of the best in the industry. And he oh, knows that. Yeah. And, you know. and I was thinking about people and stuff, and it's like, Right, could go to Cal, but again, same problem with Joe. He's one of my best mates. Mm. Go to Tom Haynes. Again, one of my best mates. It doesn't work. The dynamic's not there. I need someone that I can get on with. Yeah. Joe's not a fucking idiot. I'm not, and I said it to Nate, like, straight. Like, I'm not looking to, to like, learn much. Like, if I wanted to do that, you know, I had a, I had a consult with an American coach, actually, whilst I was having a consult with, with Nath, like, the same week, just to kind of have a little bit of a decision. And it just wasn't me. It's like, I'm not saying I don't want to learn anymore. I'm constantly learning. And to be fair, sorry, I have learned some stuff from Nath and stuff and some things that I would implement that I wouldn't have thought about implementing. But that's not the direct reason I've gone to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to get on with someone else. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I don't want to do anything for them. You know, he makes me feel good about myself. 
we check in, we have a laugh, because that is important to me, okay? Because, you know, if someone talks to me like a cunt, I'm like, right, bro, fuck you then. You know, I, I want to be amped up after a check-in. I want to, you know, have motivation to go into the next week. And I want someone to notice my improvements. I want someone to take care. And it, he, he's very, like, I feel like he cares for me. And that's a big thing for me. Yeah. Even before we'd even started working together, even before I'd even thought about leaving Joe, you know, we were, at, I think it was FitX finals. And yeah. we, were, we were sat in the same row. And he's like, oh, I'm going shop. Do you want a monster or anything? I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Like, just... Do you know what I mean? He's like me. Like, like I like to be nice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, people buy from people. So, it's just I think you've made like a massive improvement as well, being nice as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Have you found that quite a lot of difference in your training and nutrition and stuff, or not really? Um, a lot more aggressive with just everything. Yeah. Food, drugs training just just and to be honest i needed a reset like obviously you know what happened like towards the end of last year also starting with a new coach and last year it's like i was destined to make progress whatever i did really because i was in such a fucking slump yeah so straight after that it was like right fucking organs blazing let's fucking go yeah just like a little i feel like you have like this year everything's kind of been very much afresh from you, like starting on your own again, going with Nathan, all these things. Does it feel a bit weird or? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like my my therapist said towards the end of last year was like, think of this as your time to just start everything again. Yeah. Start a new life, start fresh, live where you want, work from where you want, whatever, and just see it all as, as positive stuff. And I'm a big believer in that, like, energy stuff. Like, it sounds hippie bullshit, but, you know, if you're negative all the time, I'm pretty sure most things that are going to happen to you are negative. Yeah. If you start seeing everything in a positive light, you will be more positive, and positive people normally do better. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just trying to be, like, positive. Yeah, I'm stressed, and, yeah, I've got loads on. I'd be a lot more stressed if I had nothing going on. Absolutely, yeah. But I say it all the time, like I have clients who are coaches that check in with me. Oh, bro, I've been really stressed this week. I've had, I've had this many signups. Why is that a negative thing? Yeah. Why are you turning that into a negative thing? Because if you had no one sign up with you, you'd be more stressed, bro. Yeah. Take it as a fucking hell, man. This person wants to work with me. This is sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all a perception thing, like. I'm a big believer in that, like, you know, the positivity and all that sort of shit. Um, and look, I sometimes I'm not positive and sometimes I'm down, but that's just fucking normal. Yeah. And we all are because as positive as you want to be, sometimes fucking shit happens. Yeah. That's not your fault. It's not fucking anyone else's fault. Like, shit just happens. And sometimes it is really bad stuff. Yeah. And, like, you can't sit there and be, like, really positive about it. Yeah. Because sometimes it is crap. But there are other things, like you said, that are, I think someone said to me, if you are worried about something now, right, you say something happens, you're stressing about it, you've got too many clients signing up that week and you, you weren't prepared for that. Are you still going to be stressing about that situation in five weeks' time, in five months' time, in five years' time? Yeah, there's something else to stress right. about this. Don't fucking worry about this now. Yeah. If it's something like, you know, your mum's really ill or something, then yeah, yeah. You're stressing about that in five years' time. But right now, like, don't need to, do you? No. Going Easy, back... Easier said than done, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like it always is, isn't it? Yeah. 
Um, going back to what you're saying about talking to like an American coach as well. I'm, I might be completely wrong here. Is it, I'm sure it was you that said, you know, you think the British coaches are the best. Yeah, they are. Americans are so fucking behind the times. I mean, this guy wanted to email me. Oh. Bro, it's fucking 2023. Fuck emailing someone. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Way to demotivate. Your check-ins? Yeah, everything. Oh. All communication through email. Brilliant. Yeah. That doesn't make me want to start. No. Because I thought in some ways they were maybe a bit more ahead than us. And the only reason I think maybe that, I've never worked with an American coach, is when you look at, obviously, top coaches that have got a lot of people in the Olympia and the people that win in the Olympia and stuff, a lot of them are American. Yeah. Talking about shit. Fair enough. Sorry. They are. They're shit. Yeah. Okay. I just thought I'd ask your opinion on that. Behind the times. Fair enough. Um... Some questions I was asked is when will we see you on stage again? Uh, I hate talking about that. I'm gonna. I'll say. Um, I don't want to be that cunt that says when I'm good enough, bro. Fuck off. Um, I'd like to do maybe this time next year. Yeah. yeah. Beginning of the year. Yeah, because that'd be like two and a half years off then. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think I'd made some improvements by then. <laughs> yeah. Fucking see. I think you have. You'll be all right. Yeah, I hope so. Jesus. The thing is as well, I guess it's what works like and stuff as well, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And at the end of the day, like a lot of my clients have a lot more potential than I ever will. So it's like I'd rather put my energy into them. Yeah. Do you think your prep will be different this time around? Do you think it will be like... I think, I think it'll be very different. Because I've seen how NAIF prepped people. Mm. It's definitely different. Okay. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. I, I said to Nate at the start, don't let me have any input in anything. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I know what I'm like, and yeah, I'm a coach myself, and I like to think I know best. But there's no point in me having a coach if I think like that all the time. So I need someone to take any guesswork out for me and be like, do, do, do this. I don't even think. I'm like, yeah, I understand. And yeah. I'll just, then I just watch what happens. Oh, it worked. Cool. That's because there's fucking loads of ways to do this shit. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It is very true. And, like, I think it's different, like, how you said, like, you wouldn't want any input in. Like, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I like some input in. Not Yeah, like... you know, if I think something's fucking stupid, I'm going to tell him. Yeah. I might, you know, at the start, it was like, what sort of PDs do you get on well with and stuff? Yeah. Because... At the end of the day, if I know that I can run a grammar test and not get any gyno, I'm going to want to do that. So, yeah. can, hey, bro, you can load me up on that. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Because so. I think that, for me, is the one thing that I'm, like, massive input in. It's, like, how much I'm willing to push, what I'm willing to push. Yeah. Things like that. Like, that, for me, is, like... Yeah, of course. You need to be communication there, for sure. Yeah. And then also with cardio. Like, I always used to say, I prefer steps over everything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's easy for you. Yeah, he just wants to go out all the time. So I like to have a higher step count for that reason. He's not whinging at me. 
Um, what was your most memorable moment coaching me? Which was not obviously written by me because you've never coached me, but it was written by Joe because you've coached him. Oh, fucking hell. I would say the first thing that springs to mind, it was in lockdown when he got completely naked and sent me a video in the garden. It's great. Is this of him doing a cartwheel? Yes. Oh, I've seen that. That's lovely. Yeah. That's the first thing that springs to mind. I don't know, like, just building a, a friendship over time and, like, not being a, a dick, but, you know, he'll admit this himself, like, introducing him to people that's levelled him up massively. Yeah. As a person. So, yeah, it's very fulfilling, that is. Like, he says to me all the time that, like, if it wasn't for you, he wouldn't have met Rick from Strom. He wouldn't be part of that. He wouldn't be in for X. He wouldn't be in... Well, he wouldn't have met me. Yeah. Like, th this is the thing. It's like... like... Everything happens for a reason, man. And, like, I haven't done anything specific to help Joe. Yeah. Okay. He has to have the personality that he has. He has to have the work ethic that he has and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes some people just need showing the door. Yeah. Walk through it. And that was deep. <laughs> Get that on screen record, that one. I, I'll, I'll send it to him. Here you are. Thanks. Walk through the door, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun. Would you work with him again? <laughs> Fucking tomorrow. Of course I would. Yeah. So you met... Doing cars and stuff as well, didn't you? You're very yeah, well, that's how we knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. The voice note in yesterday something about cars. Yeah. Um yeah. Fights, yeah. what are we saying about that? Great start a car for someone that wants to have fun. I like that. There you go. Because Joe's always like, I I had an MX5, Mark One, absolutely loved it. Sick. In my top two cars that I've ever owned. Yeah. And Joe's always like, oh, fucking go, not getting another one. I loved it. Yeah, they're fun cars. Mark 1's the best, though. Yes, 100%. Because I drove a Mark 2 as well and just wasn't the same. Goodbye, uh, Mark 1. Yeah, the Mark 1 MX-5 and a Mark 2 Golf, and that was my top two. Sick. Love a Mark 2 Golf. I know. What was your top favourite car you've had? 720s all day. Yeah, it's just fucking mental. It's like driving a fucking spaceship. Yeah, I love it. I don't, I don't know if I'd like it or not. I like older cars. Yeah, I know I like older cars, to be fair. Mm. I don't know how... I feel like a newer car isn't the same. It's not got this much personality. Completely agree. I like a bit of personality. Um, last question for you. So the last question was from Holly, but we did that at the beginning. Um, is if there is one thing you'd like anyone listening to this to take away from this podcast, what would it be? Fucking hell. Can it be like completely unrelated to anything we've even spoke about? Yeah, if you weren't. It can be anything you want, Christian. Do, experience. do whatever the fuck makes you happy and don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Okay, the less fucks you give, the happier you'll be. Nice. Very similar. So I've asked, I've asked everyone who's been in this podcast that. That's very similar from what Adrian from Alpha Neon said. There we go. He used even more swear words than you. Okay, hold on. Let me get one up on it. Cunt. There you go. I, I still think you're behind. Have you met that man? No. 
Oh, he swears a lot. It's an Irish bloke that just swears, and that's about it, really. Like most Irish. Yeah. No, he's lovely. Um, but yeah, if you've got your own podcast as well. Yes. Which is Coach Cast. So if you want to hear Chris and Chat some more shit. Find me on there. Which on Spotify as well, yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Oh, you oh yeah, because you're on a podcast studio, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I'm not that posh. Do you not find it difficult though if you've got guests on that you've got to get them to the studio? Uh yeah, that's the worst part. Because again, I'm doing that on my own and no one's helping me. Yeah. It's what you need your PA for, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's a, it's the travelling and all of that. Yeah, get them on the, the right day, right time, all that shit. Yeah. Um, and if anyone wants to find you on Instagram. Coached by Christian. Nice and easy. Easy, easy. Any final notes for everyone? Love you all. <laughs> you might not know them. There might be someone listening that you fucking hate. Ah, fuck them then. <laughs> Apart from that person, fuck them. All right. Everyone else you love. Wonderful. Right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this, please uh, press the follow button, um, share it on your stories, tag me in Christian in it, tell your friends, tell your nan, tell your dog. They all want to listen to it. Let's get it. Bye. Do you want to say goodbye to everyone? Or uh, Goodbye.